Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I thought I would leave you and enter you with a little magic. Can you guess what this is? Choices always were a problem for you. What you need is someone like Donald Trump to guide you. He's dumb, deaf, and blind, and dumb, and born to follow. What you need is someone strong to guide you, like me, like me, like me, like me. If you want to get your soul to heaven, trust in me and don't you judge or question. You are broken, but Donald Trump thinks he can heal you. Just do everything I tell you to do. Deaf and blind and dumb and born to follow. What you need is someone dumb to guide you. Deaf and blind and dumb and born to follow. Let me lay my holy hand hand upon you. By God's will. Because he, when he speaks, he speaks freely. He has needs like my podcast does. We both want to induct you. Yes. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast, and I thought I would start off like that. Whether you liked it or not, I don't give a fuck. I know what I'm capable of, you know, and um, if you, oh, you were off key on that. I'm tired, motherfuckers. And so I thought I would give you some of that. And we had our guest earlier. Which was, um, well, do you want to see awake? Mm, I hear something. Is this the ghost of Christmas past? Hmm? I don't know. Maybe Maynard heard me singing a song and got pissed off. See what happens? Okay. Let's see what, is he at the Piggly Wiggly? <clears throat> Okay, so I sang that song. It's called Opiate. It's about choices. And I feel that our country is not making the right choices. It's not just one person. It's all of us. And we're all living on this planet. And I'm really sick of the rampant racism. And it's affecting everybody. And I'm going to give you a history lesson this is 2018 not 1968 1968 i was not alive then but i have family members who were and my father was in vietnam so that kind of gives you a taste of what my family went through during the 60s which was the most violent time 
1968 was the most violent year since World World War II and the Civil War. And so a lot of shit is going on. And those of you who feel you don't need history, oh my God, you are some dumb motherfuckers. You need history more than ever because you're repeating yourselves. Um, it's like these people who do the Nazi salute and they think that's cool. That's not cool. That's not what your grandparents, your great grandparents went to war for in world war two, the greatest generation. And yes, they had their flaws. Yes. The army was not integrated. Yes. African-American, Hispanic, Asian soldiers who fought for us came home to a world of shit. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be that. I'm not trying to be funny on that. This is just me saying, educate yourselves. Stop thinking that now is the only moment you should be aware of. Nope. You want to know how we got to now? Learn your history, motherfuckers. So that's why I did opiate. Because so many of you are rallying around this false prophet. Even Obama, Obama, people thought that he was a prophet. He was not. He was a man. And Madonna said it best. If Can we get Madonna on here? Oh, she's sleeping, so we'll settle for the next best thing. And then can tell a thousand lies. I've learned my lesson well. Hope I live to vogue like a version for you bitches. for inspiration Madonna uh, okay people I think you think that oh I throw all this hate on her it's ages, ageism no when I was little and very little Madonna was a constant in my ears from holiday to burning up to like a virgin to angel remember that song to material girl here's, here's a history lesson about Madonna you know who played on that Like a Virgin album? Not just Nile Rodgers, but Chic, the band Chic. You know, good times, leave your cast in high. I want your love. I can't do them justice, but oh well. I wasn't alive then. I was alive in the 80s. So, you know, express yourself. Uh, there's like a, a funny Zodiac thing that someone put out of all the different zodiacs to madonna songs in mine strangely enough is express yourself and human nature mm-hmm. because i'm a sagittarius and we're crazy motherfuckers let's think of the iconic sagittarius's on the roster <laughs> Jimi hendrix tina turner <laughs> jane fonda mm, it's getting crazier ozzy osbourne Miley Cyrus, oh God. Taylor Swift, uh huh. Bill Hicks, um, who else? Jeff Bridges, the dude. Judy Dench, she's played some crazy motherfuckers. Um, 
Julianne Moore. Can we say Boogie Nights? Remember what she said in Boogie Nights to Mark Wahlberg? That is an extremely large cock. <laughs> who else is on the roster? Um, Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, Jim Morrison of The Doors. Um, oh, God. Oh, John Densmore of The Doors. <laughs> who else? Bruce Lee. Um, Randy Rhodes, Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player, and I share birthday December 6th. Um, there's some other crazy motherfuckers. I mean, Ozzy is probably the... Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. This motherfucker was crazy, but very smooth. The chairman of the board, Francis Albert Sinatra, born December 15th, 1915. Or was it the 13th? Shit. I gotta look it up. Francis. Well, Frank. We know him as Frank. Come on. Um, okay. December 12th. Not the 15th. I'm sorry. Jay-Z, December 4th. Um, Brad Pitt. Eh. Nicki Minaj with that butt. Yeah. Mm, who of them I don't want to even mention. Ooh. Mm. Okay. The Sagittarius is pretty iconic. The, you know, no, we're not bad people. We're just... <laughs> We're rebellious. And one person that I can think of who epitomizes rebellion, style, not giving a fuck. This man had a very bad stutter growing up. And he was born December 21st, 1948. And his name is Samuel Leroy Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. And you know how he overcame his stutter? By saying the word motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And mm, there's a moment in the Avengers film that I don't want to spoil for all of you, but he's in it. Oops, <laughs> I went too far. I feel like Britney Spears again. Oops, I did. Ooh, she's one too. Blech, blech, blech. I'll never understand that. I'll never understand the her appeal. Um, this is the late night edition. If you're just joining us, um, I am not Carly Simon and this song is not about you. Um, I never understood her. I mean, some of her songs are okay, Carly Simon, but you know, that's a different generation. You know, it's not my generation, but, um, I don't know. I hope she didn't sleep with Mick Jagger cause I can't even picture that. You know? Hello, Carly. I know I'm not the good-looking one, but no one in the Rolling Stones is, but I have the most personality. Not really. Keith Richards is so funny. I don't think people... He refers to Mick as Her Majesty. <laughs> They've been together that long, you got to have some humor about it. So I'm remiss if I don't talk about today... 
today I went to the Jelly Belly factory in Fairfield, California, and it was, oh my God, that was a moment. And I love candy. I don't like uh, Ronald Reagan, so, you know, it's kind of difficult to say to the next, my niece and nephew, look, there's the president, and then say, oh, oh, he liked Jelly Bellies. And then when they ask if he was a good man, it's like, "Mm, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I did not like Reagan. I'm sure, you know, oh, well, he was, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Here's why I have a problem with Reagan. Reaganomics. He was a racist son of a bitch. He did nothing for AIDS. He saw it as, you know, here his good friend, someone from his acting days, Rock Hudson, is dying of AIDS. And him and Nancy do nothing for Rock Hudson. Nothing. Nothing. Didn't, you know, the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this makes me think of the people versus Larry Flint where Larry finally comes back to Flint publishing and the one gentleman's like, you know, your stuff in the seventies, it was kind of racy, but things have changed. Reagan is in power now and the moral majority. And he told him to get the fuck out. And that's my, my opinion on the moral majority and the Reagan era. You know, coupled with um, the Iron Lady, Margaret Thatcher. And yes, Meryl Streep, a beloved figure, played the Iron Lady. And I watched it. I watched it because I like Meryl. I didn't like the movie, but I could see why she won because it was over the top. You know, Thatcher did not play. Yes, Yes, the medicine is harsh, but the patient requires it but some of her speeches you're kind of like does this woman actually believe what she's saying you know you turn if you want to the lady is not for turning yeah Mm -mm. and i'm and i don't know how her and the queen handled their relationship you know but then you got to think of elizabeth she's had how many prime ministers come on Come on. So Lady Thatcher, you know, and yeah, she did the eulogy to Reagan's funeral, you know. You know, and um, yeah. One of my former professors told me something funny about the Reagan funeral. It's like, oh my God, is this going to go on forever? And it's like, yeah, unfortunately. You know, and that does not make me... Um, Oh, I'm on. I'm doing my show. That does not make me a bad patriot, because I am a patriot. Because I can protest. That is the most patriotic thing a person can do. And um, yeah. So, oh my God, I'm in the middle of the show. I hate when people call who are not scheduled to be on the show. And um, you know uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, what else to do. It's kind of fucking late, you know? Call me at 5 in the morning. That that makes more sense. Now I can wake up. There is time. No. Usually when certain people call me, it's to tell me about 
Thankfully, because I grew up in the 90s, I learned to be very, very quiet. Even when I'm with people, and I know you don't want to hear this, but fuck you. You're going to hear it anyway. I I can't be loud. I can be loud when I realize, okay, you know, let all your inhibitions, and I don't need a drink for that, okay? I don't understand that, you know. Hey, if you if you feel... That you need a drink to let go. And I've done weed, so I, you know, I couldn't even let go on that. That was kind of like, because if you live inside your head and and you're, you know, I'm a very cerebral person. And um, with marijuana, it's like, "Mm, when is this going to end? That's the thing right there. When you are someone who is mentally in control, that's your first thought was, when is this going to end? I can't believe I just, because sometimes it would be a hit and a miss. You know, you would hit it the right way and you would be stoned and you'd hit it and you don't feel anything. Thankfully, that didn't happen to me when I saw Tool the first time and I was sober when I saw them, you know. And hey, at the show that I went to, people were smoking it in front of me and I'm like, oh God, no thank you. But, you know, I was kind of ignorant when I bought my hemp lotion because I thought it was going to get me high and it didn't. So, but it makes me smell real good. And, you know, I know you're probably thinking, oh, my God, you're silly. You think that hemp lotion is going to get you. Let me, oh, you know, because I kept putting the lotion on. I'm like, oh, my God, it makes me feel so good. And then I realized, no, it's just lotion. I like how it smells. It isn't something, uh, there's no bonus, okay? There's no bonus to this. So um, that's the Dr. Zeus podcast. Although, you know, we could keep going. I mean, you know, earlier I wanted to do a longer podcast, but somebody, what can I say about our our uh, Texas friend? Very interesting individual. Very smart. Doesn't always play with a full deck, nor do I, but you know, that's a Carol Burnett sketch of itself. Um, and you are watching Mad TV, Mad. Yeah. Oh, I just thought something. I'm going to do this for my friend because I don't know what he, I don't know if he's dead or alive. So that's fair. He's back east. I think he's still alive because every now and then I see him on Tumblr and I'm like, oh, okay. I said hi, but no response. So, this is for you. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. I'm not going to do sailing because I hate that fucking song and I know you like it. You like weird shit. You do. I understand. That's part of your family. They like that music. I don't. Or um, bread. No. I like hard rock, okay? That's what I was raised on. I can remember being a little, little kid and hearing 
Put your money rolling, head out on the highway, looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way, born to be wild. If it was during the daytime, I would sing that properly, but who knows what they're doing right now. They're talking amongst themselves. <sighs> because I am at home, and one day I will have my own studio, maybe a treehouse, where I can look upon the horizon and record and um i like this i like this setting you know but it hasn't gotten there yet i'm looking speaking of horizon i'm looking at a painting that i did at a paint and sip of a sunset the only thing that i'm proud of is the sunset i don't like the chairs or the clouds but i like the sunset you know i like it it's good it's orange it's reddish it's lesbian. No, I just want to say that, you know. But yeah, Jelly Bellies. I, I got the Krispy Kreme ones. I got a beer one for a friend. I don't think it has actual beer in it, you know. But it's the thought that counts. Um, I'd like to share the wealth. You know, I got the kids. They're Jelly Bellies. Um, but, I, oh, yeah, I got some for me. <laughs> the cocktail ones. The, the black licorice, I love black licorice. You know, a lot of people, you all like the red licorice. No, I like black. I like my lic licorice like I like my man. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, too. You know, uh, or what? how does Jennifer Lewis say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just proves my point. Yeah, I love her. I'm reading her book. More so, I'm listening to it. Um, what's it called? Jennifer Lewis, A Memoir, The Mother of Black Hollywood. You need to read this. She is amazing. I have been a fan of hers for years. She was in The Preacher's Wife. She was in The Living Color, The Fresh Prince, a Bel Air sister act with Whoopi, of course. I am replenishing my fluids. And um, she's on Blackish. I wish she would do her one-woman show. I would so go to see it. I think she has hilarious. She's heartbreaking. She's talented beyond belief. And I remember being a teenager and seeing her on Rosie O'Donnell. And she was singing Black Don't Crack. Because Black Don't Crack. It don't crack Jennifer Lewis. And I applaud you for that. You are an amazing storyteller. And... In this era of people, you know, like Kanye West and Mariah Carey coming out about their mental illness, she was very, very honest about it. And she got help, you know, rather than avoid what needed to be done, she got help. And I, I applaud her for that. Because in this era of everyone hurting themselves, you know, we've lost Anthony Bourdain, um, Kate Spade, who I was not familiar with. But Anthony Bourdain, anytime someone like that, or even Kate Spade, who had a lot, you know, when the world is your oyster, or let me let me go into Joan Rivers real quick, because she said something about that. And, um, you know, yeah, and hey, she was 81 years old, and she wasn't done either. That was the beauty of um, Joan Rivers, you know, and yeah, she could be caustic, you know, if you don't know what that means, then look it up, Madonna, 
And um, I'm looking for... Let me see. She, I mean, you know, here's the sad thing. She also died of circumstances to propofol. And um, if I can find the interview she gave, because I know it was, um, oh, oh, that's funny. She says no more plastic surgery. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not going to go there. Where is it? Um, how did she get so rich? Okay. Uh, is this it? I don't know. Oh, that's not it. Oh, now the com- when did oh I thought the computer just took a shit. I don't like recording on computers to be honest with you. So if you can fix the software to where I can do this on the tablet, I would be so thankful. I'm more f- you know yeah computers. Eh. Is this that? That's not it. It's like God. This is like looking for a needle in a head. A haystack. If I can find it. Let's see. I think I have to use Siri. It's like using a lifeline. I think I'd like to use Siri. Joan Rivers interview on Michael Jackson. And then see what it does. Oh, here we go. So, anything you want to talk about in the current news? Uh, just, um, <laughs> I, the door's open. The door's open. What do you want to talk about? Well, someone told me that Michael Jackson died. Is that true? Yes, unfortunately, it is. Oh shit! That's not what I was going for. Sorry. She said when they asked her, I think it was Access Hollywood. Stupid, stupid, stupid! To get yourself mixed up in drugs when the world is your oyster. You finished? You haven't lived? Oh yes! Oh my God! Can we talk? She talks about why she stopped doing. Can we talk? You know, because Rodney Dangerfield used to say, I don't get no respect. And his family would say, you know, Rodney, you were on Ed Sullivan show and you say you ain't get, you don't get no respect. Come on, clean it up. But it's part of humor. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk about this. Let's see. This morning when I woke up, <laughs> I didn't get much sleep. So that's kind of funny. I saw that HBO has a documentary coming out and they usually do very good documentaries. And this documentary is about a very beloved man, a comedian, an actor, a performer, uh, a God amongst insects. I mean, this man was so intelligent, so talented, 
And you know I'm not talking about John Wayne art. Right? So don't go there. Okay. So HBO has a documentary on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to enter the human mind. Stand up with survival. For me, that's jazz. That's what I have to do. Robin was like nothing I'd ever seen. He stood out in a way that nobody else did. I don't tell jokes. I just use characters as a vehicle for me. Esmeralda, why do you only visit on Sunday? <laughs> on stage, he was the master. If you look at a platypus, I think you might think that God might be strong. <laughs> okay, let's take a beaver. Let's put on a duck's bill, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he was really comfortable on stage. Off stage, I just felt he was holding himself together. Early in life, did you have a fear of abandonment? Oh yeah, it's a primal fear for any child, and it dictates a lot of how you deal with life. He was always looking for a connection. It was a need to communicate and be funny. Every person is driven by some deep, 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 deep secret. Robin was doing drugs. It was fear sometimes to run away from it all, sometimes to run into it all. There you are, you become a reformed alcoholic. You've got a steaming glass of Perrier going, I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> My father didn't always feel he was succeeding. But he is the most successful person I know. He made all the people laugh and laugh and laugh. He called me, leaving messages on my phone. It's, it's Robin. I'm giving you love. Bye. It's a tie with three people. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Robin. Come on now. You're only giving a little spark of madness. If you lose that, you not I didn't have to mention his name because I feel if you hear his voice, you know who he is. Robin Williams, HBO documentary, Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind. That can be taken so many ways. Um, genius. Genius. Oh, my God. I mean, some of the shit that came out of his mouth, he could make you cry. He could make you laugh. And I was at a party one time three years ago and they were talking about really great comedians and I said Robin Williams and they said no he's too manic and I said then you don't understand real comedians true comedians because they're all manic they're all fucking manic and that was his specialty and if you don't understand that then you shouldn't be talking I love how they talk about people that they think oh Dane Cook. Fuck you. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think people understood that that was not just a genie. Okay. If you ever saw Mork and Mindy, and I saw it as a little kid in reruns, I thought, whoa, this guy is cool. And then Good Morning Vietnam. And when he would, I remember when he would be on Sesame Street. You know, he was a hairy, hairy man. <laughs> the Fisher King where he got naked. Um, I loved when he would do the stand-up with Whoopi and Billy Crystal. And he's like, look at us. 
Look at us. We look like a hockey player's smile. <laughs> a reversed Oreo. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would go there. And um, so I'm definitely going to watch, you know. I don't think any of us could ever be that funny. You know, that uh, he was so smart. And I think if you really want to know who he was, you watch the Inside the Actor Studio where he lets it loose. And James Lipton says to him, it is through observation that your, your brain moves a lot faster than the rest of us. Oh, yeah, it's hard to turn it off. And then, you know, he asked them those seminal moments that now we think upon. Robin, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? A Jew and a, and a Catholic walk into a bar? I think that's what he said. But then he said he wants to know that there is a heaven because there's laughter. That's the most important thing to him is laughter. Oh, God. Breaking news. That dumbass that likes to Twitter is maybe making a deal right now. Right now, the people of North Korea and South Korea are getting a taste of Fox News. Um, well, without Reda Van Susteren, I, I sometimes think that's where Bruce Jenner now, Caitlin stole his voice. He figured, you know what? Why don't I sound like uh, um, Red of Ancestron? She's not doing anything. And, um, you know, she was on MSNBC for a while. Her and her friend, Rachel Maddow. I'm sure they shared many a night over some Melissa Etheridge. Come on and bring me some water. Rachel Maddow, I need you to survive. Come on and bring me some water. I don't watch MSNBC for Rachel anymore. I watch for Ari Melber, okay. But I didn't watch it today because I was busy. And yeah. So this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I always tried to do it before the stroke of midnight because then I have to go and stroke. And you didn't need to hear that. But fuck you. I'm going to say it anyway, you know. Because as my friend would say... I don't give a fuck. No fucks or given. And I'm thankful that certain family members don't listen to this. If they do, I make no apologies. And what is what does Madonna say in human nature at the end of it? Absolutely no regrets about my British accent. Yeah, she doesn't. But she says to express yourself, you know. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, so that's the Dr. Zeus podcast, and I'm sorry. Hold on. <coughs> Someone wants to say something, okay? All right, motherfucker. You need to let me talk, okay? Because I, my issue with Madonna is my Belinda Carlisle impression. Yeah, and baby, do you know what that's worth? Heaven is the place of love. Heaven is the place of love. Heaven is the place of love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll be jogging sexy. 
Alright, so this ends tonight's season of the Doctor. No, not season. This is me going to bed. Yeah. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast playing with voices. And remember, good night and good luck. Remember, I own your butt. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah, can you send me two million dollars? I told Barbara to paint that white mic. Yeah, good night. Good night.